Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to another episode of Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that'll make a big difference to your finances. Do you ever feel like your bank card has a mind of its own? You check your bank balance after a weekend and wonder, was I asleep when I spent all that money? Well, if you want to rein in your spending, behavioural economist Phil Slade has five things that can help you. How often have you thought to yourself or have you heard someone else say, it doesn't matter how much I earn, I just can't seem to save. I just can't seem to get ahead. And their solution is invariably earn more. And there's a fallacy that's obviously there that is, well, earning more is not going to help you save more. The critical mindset shift that needs to happen here is to not think of saving as needing to put money away but more as controlling your spending. You need to control your spending and think about it like controlling spending more than saving. If you can start to control your spending, then as your career does grow, your savings will grow beyond expectations simply because you control your spending. Financial security and financial independence is absolutely more about controlling spending than earning more or saving. All three things are important, but it doesn't matter how much you earn or save if you can't control your spending. We've often heard that you need to control your emotions as a key point of controlling your spending. And that is very true, but you can also do some very, very practical things to make it harder for you to spend maladaptively and easier for you to spend in a better way. The key to doing this is to set up some rules or some some things that you can do when you're feeling good, when you're not under pressure, when you're not feeling emotionally distracted or needing to make an in-the-moment decision. At a moment, maybe on a Saturday morning after you've had a sleep in where you've got some energy, sit down and we're going to take you through five things that you can think through and set up to make your spending habits more adaptive and in turn, improve your financial decision-making. So how do we stay in control of our spending? Our financial security and our financial independence is intrinsically linked to the ability to control our spending, much more so than earning or earning more, or even how much we try to save. So, five things we can do. The first, create resistance get in the way of bad decisions. This can be as simple as setting up a password on any expenses over a certain amount or taking money out of your spending account so that the money that goes into your account doesn't have a credit card attached to it. So you have to consciously put money into account that you can then spend that's attached to your your card or your phone or your tap and go. The second thing is to use money buckets or money jars. My grandpa used to have money jars that sat on his desk in his office and they were labeled, physically labeled, rent, food, expenses, fun. He had all of these jars that he would put on there. He was the minister of a local church and a farmer, so he didn't have a regular wage. It was very important to him to make sure that he had the money that he needed for the expenses that he had in his day. And this is quite similar to many of us nowadays that are gigsters that are not necessarily getting the same amount of money all of the time. These become really, really important. 
So money buckets or the modern day versions of jars are just sub-accounts. Create sub-accounts and name those sub-accounts for what they're supposed to be spent on. So you might have a sub-account that says repayment on home loan. You might have a sub-account that says car expenses. You might have a sub-account that says university fees. Whatever expenses that you've got, utility bills, you can go through all sorts of things, sort out how much money you need in that account, buy what date, and make sure that you don't spend out of that account for anything else. So that means that if you don't have a utility, uh, enough money for the a utility bill, you might be a bit short, ring up that utility company and ask for a payment plan or delay it in some sort of way. Don't pull money out of another account to put into another expense. You're robbing Peter to pay Paul. It doesn't make any sense. Yes, it might make more financial sense to put all your money into a high interest account that you can control but most of us are really bad at at controlling the spend out of that account. This is why they like us doing it, because they know that we can't control it, right? So yes, from a technical point of view, maybe they would be a better account. From a human point of view, you need to create some sub-accounts, some money buckets, some of grandpa's jars to keep that money in. And once the fun jar's empty, you don't tab into any other jars. The third thing is to set up some automatic transfers for your payments, particularly if you have a regular pay, this is really useful. You can't miss out or lose what you don't see in the first place. Make those transactions just come straight out so that when you open your account and you see the money, all you see is the amount that you have to spend and everything else is put into savings, is put into expenses and you don't get the feeling of loss when you have to physically spend that money or put it in a different jar. Four, and this is the most counterintuitive tip, give to those less fortunate. It's so important for us to keep our attitude to money right. We need to control our money and make sure our money isn't controlling us. And the best way that we can do this is to be generous in the times that it needs to be generous. Give to someone less fortunate than us. It keeps our perspective right and makes a lot of our spending seem frivolous and not worth it. Finally, don't keep updating depreciating assets that still work. You don't need the new phone. You don't need the new car. They are depreciating assets. The moment that you buy it, it's worth less than what you had before. If you're spending money on assets that's values depreciate as soon as you buy it, it's like throwing money away. You are not controlling your spending. Do you really need a new phone or Can you do what you need to do with the phone that you've got? Minimize your expenses. Drive your car into the ground. It can be good sometimes to minimize tax. And sure, there are some situations where it can be good to have a depreciating asset. But as a rule of thumb, don't keep updating depreciating assets. It doesn't actually work for you. So there are the five tips on how to control spending. Create resistance. Use money jars. Set up automatic transfers give to the less fortunate, and don't keep updating depreciating assets. Sure, that new phone looks shiny and has a million cameras for some reason, but do you really need it? If it ain't broke, don't you go spending money on it. And if you know someone who needs a little help in that department, then why not send them this episode and I will catch you on Monday for another episode of Small Change.